Good morning. Today is Thursday, July 9th, 2020. Today is Shiva Asr B'Tamuz, the 17th day of Tammuz in the Jewish calendar. It is a fast day. And today is the beginning of a three-week period that leads up to Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av, which is the day on which we mourn and commemorate the destruction of the first temple, the destruction of the second temple, and other catastrophes that have befallen the Jewish people. It's not a great time in the Jewish calendar. Concerning today, this fast day, and the reason that this day is chosen as a fast day, the Talmud lists five different events that occurred in different periods of Jewish history that lead to this day being a fast day. Now, I want to share with you the list of the five events that occurred on this day. And I'm going to ask a question about this list. And I'll ask the question now so you can think about it. I'm going to ask you to think about, of the five events that are listed, which do you think is the most serious, is the worst of the events. So, let's see what the Talmud says first. So, the Talmud says, There are five different catastrophic events that occurred on this date in Jewish history, the 17th day of Tammuz. And those five events are as follows. Number one, Nishtabru Haluchos, the day that Moshe, came back down from Mount Sinai and saw the golden calf, the Egel Azov, and broke the luchos, the two tablets of stone that he had brought back from God from the top of Mount Sinai, that catastrophic day was the 17th of Tammuz. That's event number one. Number two, Batel HaTamid, the Tamid offering. So in the Beis Hamidrash, in the Holy Temple in Yerushalayim, Every day there was a carbon tamid, an offering, a sacrifice that was daily. It was every single day, once in the morning, once in the evening. That was the daily offering. And leading up to the destruction of the temple, the tamid was halted. The service of the sacrifices was uh, disturbed and halted in advance of the actual destruction of the temple, and that occurred three weeks earlier on the 17th of Tammuz. The third event is Hukva Ha'ir. The walls around the city of Jerusalem were pierced, were um, made vulnerable. This refers to the second temple. The Romans had laid siege around Jerusalem, attempting to conquer it, and on the 17th of Tammuz, they were able to pierce the walls of the city, and enter the city of Jerusalem. And there was hand-to-hand combat for the next three weeks until finally on Tisha B'av, the ninth of Av, they succeeded in actually destroying the Beis Amigdash, the temple in Yerushalayim. So the piercing of the walls of Jerusalem occurred on this date, 17th of Thomas. Fourth event was the Saraf Apostomos Esatora. Apostomos was a Greek general And on the 17th of Tammuz, he burned a Torah scroll. It was not, I mean, 
any Torah scroll is, is as holy as any object that there is, but this was a very specific Torah scroll. It was the Torah scroll that had written, been written centuries early by Ezra that was kept in the Beis Amigdash, in the Holy Temple in Yerushalayim, and every other Torah scroll was compared and checked against this Torah scroll because this was the absolute uh, uh, correct version and, and spelling, etc. And so it was the uh, standard by which all other Torahs would be evaluated. Like, um, wasn't there at one time um, uh, something, I seem to remember, a, a meter somewhere in, in Paris, maybe, if I remember, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but like that was the standard for the whole world. Now I think it's all digital, but this was the Torah scroll, and it was a very serious blow to the Jewish people when this specific Torah scroll was burnt by this general apostomus. And the fifth event was also instituted by this Greek general apostomus. He erected an idolatrous statue on the ground in the courtyard of the Beis Amigdash of the Holy Temple, a terrible desecration of the, the holiness of the Beis HaMikdash. Okay, so those are the five events that took place. Now, if you think about which one of those was the most serious, Revaron Lichtenstein gives a surprising answer. Not, I think it's not the intuitive answer. And he says as follows. He says that many religions have a religious approach where daily practices are secondary and the primary religious expression is special observances, special annual holidays or seasonal events or um, irregular rituals. And those special milestones, that is the focal point of religious life and religious identity, and the daily stuff is, is uh, less important. Rav Lichtenstein writes, in general, people are, attracted to, people are attracted to that which is festive, special, and exceptional. They disdain that which is routine, boring, and everyday. Judaism takes a different approach. Judaism takes the approach that is based on the karban tamid, the daily offering. Let me show this to you in several ways. There is a famous statement of our rabbis, and I'm sure you have heard it, you're familiar with it. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, V'ahavta l'recha kamocha, you shall love your fellow as you love yourself, this is the fundamental principle upon which the entire Torah rests. This is the most important thing. Everything else is commentary. Very famous statement. Many people have heard that statement. Many people are familiar with that statement. It's interesting, though, that that statement is Rabbi Akiva's opinion. There are at least two other opinions 
among rabbinic sages as to what is the Klal Gadol Batorah, the fundamental principle upon which all Torah rests. Rabbi Akiva's opinion obviously makes a lot of sense and is extremely coherent. Another opinion says, it's a posuk in Bereshis. Vayivra Elohim es Adam b'tzalmo, b'tzelem Elohim bara oso. God created man in God's image. Zeklal gadol batorah. This is the fundamental principle upon which the entire Torah rests, that every single human being is created in God's image, is dear to God, has a spark of the divinity within, within himself or herself. That's the Klal Gadol Batorah, another very coherent, logical, and meaningful opinion about what is the fundamental principle. And then there's a third opinion. In the morning you shall offer a daily morning every morning, and in the afternoon you shall offer the daily offering every afternoon, the carbon tumid, the daily routine offering every day, the same thing, Zeklal Gadol Batorah. This is the great principle upon which the entire Torah rests. Judaism wants us to relate to God at every time and in every place. I've shared with you before, the name that we use, the word that we use for Jewish law is halacha. The word halacha means to go, the path, walking. It means that the, the way that we are supposed to act as we are walking through life, it should accompany us in every situation in which we find ourselves, not just the special days and the highlighted moments, but every moment. In the Shema, we say these famous words, Vidibartabam, we are obligated to learn the words of the Torah and to live the lifestyle of observing the mitzvot. When we are sitting in our homes, and when we are traveling on the road, when we lie down at night, and when we get up, at every moment, in every situation, Jewish law and our connection to God should accompany our journey through life. There's an amazing principle in halacha in Jewish law. Let's say you have to decide the priority between two mitzvahs. Let's say you have a conflict between two mitzvahs and you have to decide which comes first. There's a principle. If you have one which is routine, that is, it's more frequent. The other one is less frequent, but it's more holy. The frequent comes first. The routine comes first. I'll give you an example. Every Shabbos morning in our davening, we have two services. We have Shachris, the morning service, and we have Musaf, the added service, especially in honor of Shabbos. The Shachris, morning service, that's the same as every single day. Every single day we say in Amidah, stand before God and we pray before God. The morning prayer, that's every single day. Musaf is only on Shabbos and Yom Tov and Rosh Chodesh only on these special occasions. Let me ask you a question. 
Which one comes first? Wouldn't it make sense? Shabbos is a holy day. It's a special day. It's not a regular day. It's not a weekday. Why don't we honor Shabbos by starting with Musaf first? Musaf is a special prayer in honor of Shabbos. Why don't we start with that? Chakras, okay, we'll get to later. We do that every day. No. Tadir umekudish, Tadir kodem. The one that is more frequent, the one that is routine, that has priority. Here's what Ravarin Lichtenstein says. Judaism cannot survive without daily routine. Now, when the Tamid was halted, when the daily offering ceased, prayer took over its role. That's the moment at which prayer takes over the role of the sacrifices and we have the daily prayer instead of the daily sacrifice because we cannot live as Jews without daily routine connection with God. And according to Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, that is the most serious of the five events that occurred on this day. Rav Aaron Lichtenstein goes on to point out that today we have an even greater danger because many Jews identify with this alien worldview that only special moments are important. Only highlighted prayers are significant. Rosh Hashanah, Unasana Tokef, Ne'ila, the Pesach Seder. Yes, of course, those are extremely important. But for many Jews, sadly, daily practice is of little value. And we have to push back against that. We have to emphasize the value of being in constant contact with God on an ongoing basis. We have to emphasize the holiness of a moral daily life, the little actions that occur on a regular basis, not just the big dramatic things that everyone notices. It is necessary for us to reclaim the spirituality of the routine prayers. Routine, daily Torah study. It's necessary to remain true to the essential nature of the importance of Tamid, of continual daily service to God and the role that that plays in Jewish life. And especially today, on the 17th of Tammuz, the anniversary of this terrible catastrophe when the Tamid offering was halted, we need to commit ourselves, especially over the next three weeks, but at all times, we need to use this time to recommit ourselves to enhancing and emphasizing the value of routine, daily contact and intimacy with God wherever we go, whatever we do, wherever we are. My friends, have a great day. Have an easy fast. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.